Guardian Unlimited. The Business Travel Podcasts, a series of four audio city guides in association with Silverjet. Low-fare business flights between London and New York. Book now at www.flysilverjet.com. Geneva is renowned for expensive watches and chocolates, but its chocolate box location belies a thriving business centre. There are two distinct facets to the city, its legendary private banking business and a plethora of international agencies. Both combine to make the city truly cosmopolitan. It's likely you'll arrive in Geneva by plane. On a clear day, you're afforded a wonderful view of this lakeside city. You can see the lake flowing into the River Rhone. Its left bank is home to the financial district, while on the opposite side sits downtown and the restaurant-filled Paquet district. The UN and other international organisations reside in the north of the city. cheapest way to get into town from the airport is by train. The airside station is a mere 200 metres from customs and it'll only cost three Swiss francs to the city centre. It's best to buy them from the ticket office as the machines can be temperamental. Whether you take the train or the number 10 bus from the airport, you'll arrive at Geneva's central train station, the Gare Conneva. In front of the station is a taxi rank if you want to make your way to your hotel that way. But be warned, taxis in Geneva are not cheap. They're also difficult to hail in the street. It's best to get someone to call you one. Geneva has an extensive and very efficient bus and tram system. You need to buy a ticket from the machines before you board. A three Swiss franc ticket will last you for an hour. For detailed bus and tram maps and free maps of the city, visit the tourist office in the post office building on the Rue de Mont Blanc. I'm sitting here in the canteen of the International Red Cross and Red Crescent with Antonella Notari, who's the head of press for the International Red Cross. Um, She's been in Geneva for many, many years. Why don't you just tell us what's so great about Geneva? It's a great city uh, in the middle of Europe. You get out of Geneva very easily. In two hours you can be in Paris, you can be in Milan in a little bit more, you can be in London if you take the plane in an hour and so forth. It's a great place to visit itself, but also to stay uh, at as a base to go skiing, to go sailing, to go walking in the mountains and so forth. So if people are here and they want to stay the weekend, there's plenty for them to do in the weekend if they'd like to. Yes, and it depends a little bit on the season. If you're coming here in the wintertime like now, your best call would be to take your skis and go off skiing. If you come in the summer, you'd want to go swimming in the lake. It's fun to swim in the lake, it's clean, people meet at the lakeside, there are uh, pools and beaches, it's a great place to be in the summer. Sometimes it's forgotten that it's this massive international centre with the headquarters of the UN and of course the International Red Cross here. So that presumably produces a lot of people travelling here on that kind of business too. A lot of international residents because of that. It's also a place where there are a lot of meetings and conferences 
and talks take place, so a lot of visitors coming in and out of Geneva, yes. So if you're here on a big conference and up in the UN, what would be your sort of top tip for something different, unusual to do to meet maybe some real people from Geneva rather than just all this international crowd? Well, one good tip is to go to the Bain des Paquis. It's the Paquis Bath. It's uh, on the lakeside in a, in a part of town that's called the Paquis. Um, in summer, it's a bath, uh, a beach, basically, with a restaurant. It's really a lot of fun, a lot of people there. And in winter, it's a hammam, it's a sauna. You can go there and get really warm and then jump in the lake and swim in the lake. A lot of people meet there. It's a, lo- it's a good, fun place to hang out on. plenty of places to stay in Geneva. If your budget is more NGO than VIP, then the Hotel Saint-Gervais offers good value. For greater comfort, try the Art Deco Hotel Tiffany in the financial district. Or, for an authentic Swiss experience, there's the chalet-styled Hotel Edelweiss, complete with piping hot fondue. But if you want to push the boat out, there's the Lakeside Four Seasons. Unfortunately, the Guardian budget didn't run to a room, but over a drink in the bar, manager Alain Spicer explained that business travellers could enjoy the hotel for less over the weekend. We wanted to encourage guests to uh, come to the city, stay at the Four Seasons at excellent rate and benefit of that city which has a lot to offer and certainly much more than what people think very often as Geneva being a little bit dull or boring which is not at all the case so also in the four seasons bar with me here tonight is francisco goussens he works in private banking for coots i hear that this is a bar that you like to take your clients to what is it about it that you like it's a nice place quiet place discreet place people are not scrutinizing what you're doing so uh that's the famous tradition of private banking and secrecy in swiss banking that's what makes us famous (laughs) If you had a client that you particularly wanted to impress, would this be the type of bar you'd take them to? I would probably take him to this bar for a drink, but uh, probably take him for a dinner to, uh, to another restaurant here in Geneva. But one in particular, if I really want to impress him or marry his daughter, <laughs> would, be, uh, would be the Relais de Châteauvieux, which is slightly outside of Geneva, but it's, it's just a fantastic cuisine. My boss wouldn't be too happy with the, with the bill, but uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure the client will be, would be very happy. And uh, <laughs> if the client is happy, then the, the boss is happy. Let's say that you haven't quite got that kind of budget. Are there other places you would suggest people take their clients to? Maybe something, you know, a little less formal, a bit fun, more funky? I would say that uh, there are three main places where you can take your client for lunch or for dinner. And they are classics in Geneva for, for businessmen who come to Geneva or for, for, for business-related lunches or dinners. One is the Relais de l'Entrecote, where you... There's no menu, you only have uh, entrecotes uh, with a nice sauce and french fries. It's just opposite the lake. Uh, there's the Lyric as well, which, uh, which is great for, for business lunch or dinner. And the Brasserie Lip, which is a very good for fish and seafood, yes. Apart from this bar, are there other bars you could recommend? Geneva is a very quiet place. However, you, you will find quite a few bars that will be nice for after-work drinks if you want something more relaxed with your clients. I could suggest you the Baroque, the Arthurs, and the Café de Milune. If you're here in the summer, you can also go to the terrace of La Clémence, which is next door to La de Milune. It's a gigantic terrace just at the heart of the, the old town of Geneva. It's great fun from 5 in the afternoon till 2 in the morning, 
and uh, you'll see plenty of uh, international people there. Some crazy things happen, I can imagine. Um, the Swiss people are not very demonstrative of their crazy things. They do them, but uh, they do them at home. For those business people who like a helping hand on their first trip, a good place to start is the British-Swiss Chamber of Commerce. The Geneva chairman, Michael McKay, told me more. Well, essentially, we're an organisation that's been around since 1920 for members. But clearly, if someone's visiting uh, Switzerland, a businessman, and he wants information, we're one of the principal sources that he could call, and we would advise, point him in the right direction, guide him uh, or her, depending on the kind of things he needed, legal, banking, professional advice. And aside from where we are in the Hotel Montbrillon, tell me where else you would advise um, business travellers to go if they wanted to just sit and work for a quiet hour by themselves. Well, most of the good hotels in Geneva, the four-star hotels, have excellent lobbies, and I would recommend quiet places in the Mandarin Oriental, Hotel Gironde, in the Beau Rivage. I know we're all Europeans, but there are obviously still some cultural differences. Have you got any tips for businessmen to make the whole process go more smoothly? First of all, the tendency for British people today to go straight to first names or Christian names, not to be encouraged here. The Swiss like to keep the formality of Monsieur, Madame, and uh, if I were a British businessman, my first advice would be not to introduce oneself by one's Christian name. Second thing, I think, would be to be punctual. The Swiss like punctuality, particularly the Swiss Germans. The French-speaking Swiss have a five- or ten-minute grace period, but it's always best to be on time. And the, the last thing I would suggest is not to press or to try to force a relationship too quickly. The Swiss like to take their time in getting to know you. the Genevois are reserved people doesn't mean that you're consigned to a lonely night in your hotel room. That's thanks to a networking site. Geneva Online's founder, Nir Ofek, explained over a plate or two of sushi. Geneva Online is exactly that. It's an online community that we set up a year ago to make Geneva life easier for international people. And now there are 8,000 members on it. And what you can do on Geneva Online is, uh, to make a long story short, get an instant social life. You go on there, become a member, and within two seconds you get access to 8,000 people who are like you and like me. And are just looking to meet more friends. For example, we just had a guy who arrived from New York last week and who posted on Geneva Online, look, I'm here in the city, I'm from New York, who's up for taking me out for a drink? And within minutes he had 10 volunteers, and that's it, the guy did not have to spend another lonely night in the hotel of the shopping district of Geneva with Katie Anderson, a news reporter for WRG. Katie, can you describe where we are? Oh, we're currently standing on Rue du Rhône, which is the swanky shopping street in Geneva. It's parallel to the lake, and we're standing just outside Place du Mola, just from this one corner, standing outside Louis Vuitton. You can see all of the great names. You can see uh, Cartier, Christian Dior. This is a place to come for all the designer names. So if you are a 
time poor, cash-rich executive in desperate need of buying something to keep the missus back home, or the mister for that matter, this is the place to come. Absolutely. And for like the one-off boutique experience? Ah, you don't have to go much further. If you uh, carry uh, across the Rue du Marché and up the hill a little bit towards the old town, you'll be on Rue de la Rotisserie, which is where you can find some of Geneva's best boutiques, I recommend. Setium Etage and Noah Noah, both really stunning boutiques with a nice collection of designer brands and something a little bit different. I decided to take Antonella Notari's suggestion and come down and visit the Band de Paquet. In fact, they're incredibly easy to find. From standing anywhere beside the lake in the city, you'll see a pier extending into the lake that ends in a white building topped by a weather vane. As long as you can see the pier, you can pretty much follow your nose and find your way here. Alongside the pier are several pebbled beaches, and I've just witnessed a man strip down to a teeny tiny pair of green swimming trunks and launch himself into the lake. It would be fairly normal behaviour if it was July and August, but it's December right now and it's absolutely freezing. I thought it was only the British that were mad enough to swim all year round. Behind me there's a series of long white buildings, and that's where the Turkish baths are located. There's also a cafe there. It's lunchtime now and there's a small group of people in hats and gloves queuing up to buy hot chocolate, which they can then sit and sip whilst they look over the lake. It's a really incredibly peaceful part of the city. You can barely hear the traffic noise. It's replaced by the call of seagulls and the odd swan gliding past. Thanks for the tip, Antonella. I'm now sitting on the opposite side of the lake from the Bande de Paquet. I'm as close as I dare to get to Geneva's famous jet d'eau. Any closer, and me and the microphone would be extremely wet. Being this close is great. You get a sense of just how much power it takes to shoot water 140 metres into the air. From the other side of the lake, it seems so calm and serene. It struck me that Geneva's most famous landmark is actually a great symbol for the city itself. Seemingly serene, but actually quite a lot happening underneath. Geneva, when you first get here, seems efficient, safe, some would even say dull. But scratch the surface and you find a vibrant international community who are more than happy to welcome business travellers. The Business Travel Podcasts, a series of four audio city guides in association with Silverjet. Low-fare business flights between London and New York. Book now at www.flysilverjet.com. Guardian Unlimited.